and welcome to our 15th episode of the Bookworm Podcast. I'm Hannah. I'm Jo. And today we're going to be talking about um, a bit of a different book for us. We're excited about this. Yeah, uh, it's called The Miseducation of Cameron Post and it is not a book set in a dystopian reality. Yep, or fantasy. Or this fantasy. is the real world. Oh god. This is the first book we've done in this genre. <laughs> not that that's really a genre. Yeah. More of an anti-genre. Anti-genre. The opposite of fantasy dystopian. Yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, unless you count Harry Potter as the real world, which, it, I mean, it's in the real world, but I it's do. not the... It, if only... No, right, I don't count it as the real world, because how sad would it be if Harry Potter was real and we were just muggles? I mean... Sorry, this is so off topic. We're so trying to do something in the real world and we've already mentioned Harry Potter. Back onto the miseducation of Cameron Post. Um, okay, so first thoughts. What well, do you think? Firstly, if we just say a little bit of context. So this was set in, 90, in the 90s. I think it's 1993. It's about a girl in her teens. She is um, gay and she her parents died early like on like the first kind of chapter of the book um and um she is raised by her very conservative christian aunt and when she discovers that she's gay she like the the second half of the book is set she's sent to a gay conversion a christian gay conversion camp called god's promise um which we'll, we'll do a proper plot summary later but that's kind of the premise it is a film it's been made into a film it came out in the uk on the 7th of september which is why we wanted to do this with you now um, it's been out in America for a bit longer. Um, thoughts? I loved it. Yes, it's so different for us. But it is. I cried. I cried so much. I cried like five times. Yeah. Um, it was just. Oh, I am, you know, a heterosexual female. Yeah. But I related so much. And the reason for that is the writing. Just yeah. she. Everything is so well explained. Her emotions, her feelings, her perception of the world. Which means that when she makes decisions, they all make sense. And when she just goes through stuff and the way she processes them, it's so eloquently put that it just it draws you so in. It means that you just love this character. And it's so nice to have any any book where there's a great main character. It's mm. rare and it's fantastic and this is one of them do you know the author's name hang on <laughs> we should have researched this first uh, let me just two seconds we can edit this out we can edit this out um, oh yes emily m danthorpe yes i think she was an excellent writer mm. i also think maybe she's been to something similar possibly yeah, just she... because of how real it was yeah the emotional intelligence there was just it was so apparent and it was yeah like it just made yeah drew, drew you into this great great character and it like it was a great point of view kind of perspective of the world yeah definitely yeah should we do the proper book summary yeah so obviously spoilers ahead spoilers. if you um if you haven't read it yet i thoroughly recommend that you yeah. do honestly i recommended this to hannah and i think uh, to start with you weren't sure Mm. She denies it now, but she wasn't sure. No, I don't remember being unsure. I shall go through your messages and prove that you sent me unsure messages about the book. I don't think I did. I shall, I shall prove you wrong, but not in this podcast. Anyway, um, so the plot. So in the first scene, she finds out that her parents have died. They were in a car accident. Um, so um, she, her kind of backstory, she's kind of quite athletic. She likes swimming. Um, they, they kind of, as a family, they went to church occasionally like on Christmas, but not loads. She lives with, she lived with her parents and her grandma, but um, she 
obviously then it's just with her grandma and her aunts comes from a different state to come and look after her her and it's her best friend is irene and they spend a lot of time together um her aunts kind of instantly says to her you know you know you should get into church you should kind of come to this church group with me so to start with they go to the old family church they went to occasionally but she wants her aunt wants her to go to a church with a youth group so gets her very involved in the youth group and everything meanwhile in her personal life she's coping with a loss so she gets very invested in movies she's renting movies and that's kind of how she's coping she's also she i mean irene is her best friend but on the day before on the day that her parents died obviously she didn't know it yet was the first time that her and irene kissed it was as a dare but she enjoyed it and she's like kind of that's where the plot starts with her discovering her sexuality she as time goes on she meets a girl through a swimming camp that and she has already come out as gay and and so that's when she starts experimenting more with it as she starts middle school and going very quickly over the first half of the book there's a lot more to all of this mm. she meets a girl called Coley who was also at the church group they share lifts they're just friends but she's had a crush on her for a while uh kind of it kind of builds and she just th- sees her as well, yeah just a crush and um like they go to prom both with guys um Coley has a boyfriend who's like and she's just goes with a friend. The friend kind of works out that she's gay and that she fancies Coley and is kind of okay with it. Like, um Yeah, he he um tries stuff on her, I guess, and yeah. she kinda of resists it. Mm. And I think does she kind of just tell him or does he 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 figures it he out. Figures he figures out, he sees yeah. the way he she looks at Coley. Anyway, as time goes on, um there's a summer holiday which is where there's a lot more detail into their kind of friendship and her and Coley are um I heard that Coley's boyfriend is away and they they're just getting closer and then they they kiss for the first time and then they start just kind of building it up. They um kind of go to the cinema together and like just make out at the back and um you know, she knows that she fancies Coley, but Coley's kind of really not sure, but they're kind of getting closer and closer. And there's a, a scene when they're in Coley's flat, which is where they do more than kiss for the, like the first time. Mm. And, but then kind of part way through, like they don't get caught, but people come into the house and then they're like, stop. And it's when she gets back, um, well, we find out later that Coley told on her and um, um, told her, um, her brother who then told her parents and freaked out and told the church the church pastor like when she comes home from I think she's out at her job as a lifeguard she comes back and she sees her aunt and her pastor and her aunt's um, fiance all sat waiting for her and they literally just confront her and said you've done this and she gets very little choice they're like we're sending you to this um, camp God's promise to, to fix you quotation marks um, so that's the first part of the book that's when you get into just like kind of her emotional processing of the world her, her just her, her life story and you kind of you get to know her it doesn't dive straight into the camp you get her backstory and you get her kind of her life and how where she got to how she is now um, and then the second part of the book is her in the conversion camp it it does portray it very negatively of course because it is a very negative thing and it's kind of becoming illegal in a lot of places in the world mm. um and um so like they give them like support sessions which is kind of like therapy where they try and make trauma out of their lives that are not necessarily traumas but they try and twist the things that have happened in their lives to explain why they are gay they kind of condition them to hate themselves so that they th- will think that they need to be changed it's 
quite dark and just in the way that they're treating these young people um but then there's also kind of the on the flip side you really see the relationship she's making with the other people like the other they're called disciples which is like the people that are in the program she makes friends with a girl called jane who has a prosthetic leg is growing weed off the campus and is kind of like that's how she copes with all this rubbish that's going on in the situation um so like she stores the weed in her prosthetic leg and she she makes friends with jane and another guy called adam and they're the kind of three that really don't invest emotionally although they kind of they go to the sessions and stuff but they don't see that there's anything wrong with themselves which i think there's a real strength to how they cope with everything going on mm. um i mean i read this book and just thought she is so strong i'm so weak compared to her oh, not that i'm weak but just she goes through so much yeah. and is an emotionally stable person at the end of it and mm. i really admire her for that mm. um but yes she like that's kind of how they cope they don't really take it too seriously uh, but yeah so they're going through they have school and lessons they have loads of therapy sessions they eventually they, they earn privileges so she's not allowed letters from home and stuff until she proved that she's made enough progress and got through like the initial few months and stuff um they alternate weekends they go to church on an external church on one weekend which she really hates because she feels like everyone there staring at her and she describes it as like being a goldfish in a goldfish bowl and therefore just staring in at them and then they have chapel on alternate weekends you kind of you get into the routine of the life the relationships she makes with people the people in charge of the program the person in charge is rick and the person one of the counselors who is related to him lydia and though the other people really throw these awful therapy things at them um so then there's a, there's a lot more detail i'm just going through the major events um there's a therapy a group therapy session where it kind of it's this is one of the things that really made me cry but i'm so glad that they included this uh, there's one of the people called mark who's essentially they all kind of look up to him as like the most holy person on the program his dad is a pastor there's even speculation that he's not even actually there for him he's like a plant to help encourage the rest of them make more progress because he's that kind of on it and he knows the bible so well he's so passionate and he really believes in all the stuff that they're teaching and there's this scene where they're in a group therapy session and the Lydia is running it and she says to him, is there anything you want to share? And he's like, no. And she says, what about the letter? And she makes him read out the letter that he got from his dad, which is essentially saying, like, after seeing you at the holidays, I'm really disappointed in the progress you've made. You're disgustingly feminine and all like all awful things. And just saying, like, I can't have you home. You have to stay at the programme because I can't send a message to my congregation that I agree with this. And it's a really awful letter. And you just see him completely break down. He's there doing jumping jacks to say, like, is this manly enough for you? Is this manly and he's quoting scripture, then he's doing push-ups. Lydia is screaming at him to stop. Everyone else in the session is like, what do we do? Uh, like, and like Lydia was screaming him to stop. She went, he's doing press-ups, she put his foot on her back, like, you have to stop. And he, with all of her weight on him, pretty much, he managed to still push up. He, like, she nearly loses her balance in shock, and then he just collapses and completely breaks down. At that point, they get all of, um, the other people are out of the room and but then Cameron finds out the next day that he like severely like self-harmed and slash potential suicide attempt there's not much speculation of what it was but he's severely injured and he has to go to hospital um but I'm just glad that they include like it was a horrendous scene it was really just emotionally stirring but I'm glad that they included that the fact that what they were doing and these awful therapies that they were doing had a really negative effect on the mental health of the, some of the people there and that you know 
just how not okay it is. Um, so there was that really moving scene which elicited a few changes. There was an inspection, an external inspection to make sure that the people on the programme were like being cared about enough. But in Cameron, that was also the moment when she decided they had to leave. And then the rest of the book is them planning their escape and um, like, and it ends with them leaving the compound and making their escape. And she visits the place where the where the accident happened with her parents, where her parents died. She says goodbye to them, she gets closure. And then the last scene is kind of her, Jane and Adam, who were the ones escaping together, leaving together. And yes. Mm. Um, I feel like I talked quite a while, but I, I wanted to get through the summary and kind of the main bits of it. Yeah. Um, should we talk about characters? We talked about um, that's kind of normal structure, but um, yeah. you've not spoken in a while. Do some talking, the, Hannah. <laughs> just um, going through all that again. I don't know. I get an emotion. It, um, it's, it's just you get so invested in these characters. I don't know characters. Cameron is kind of the only real constant. I felt it is because it's from her point of view. Yeah, like there's no other cat. Like whereas the other book, other books I've read, it's the side characters I really love. Mm. With this, it's she is the character I love. Like I love the storylines of the other characters. I love the storylines with Mark. I like Jane's character and like that. But mainly, the character wise, it's all about Cameron. Yeah, it's she, all about um... her emotional like, like understanding of the world and that and it's is a great character and she's the focus she oh god um she's like the first main character that i properly properly like yeah. out of all of the books that we've reviewed yeah like she's the first like point of view character where i've gone well this is this is somebody i really yeah relate to i do really like emily from school and magic but you are right i like her more yeah. Um, maybe because it is in the real world, there's less plot and therefore there's more focus on her, like processing of what's going on around her. Mm. So she really just makes so much sense in her, like yeah, taking in the world. That's another thing. In other, because we usually read like dystopian books and that, mm. you have to have a main character, like Katniss or like um, like Triss or mm. someone who's willing to make crazy choices so that you have a plot. Whereas because this is set in real life and because it's so well written, I really, really, really related to Cameron in the way that she pro- processed things yeah. and the way that she thought about the world and the way that she just kind of accepted it and tried yeah. to like move on. The writing is the main strength of this book. Honestly, it's brilliant. I would definitely read another book that this author's yeah. done. We, we might end up reviewing another one if we find another one that we really like. Yeah. Um, Positives? Positive. Well, we kind of, as we said, the yeah. characters um, and just the message. Like, yeah. yes, that th- this is kind of, this kind of therapy is more and more shunned. As far as I know, the law is, gay, gay conversion therapies are illegal in the UK, but religious ones are a grey area. Mm. Um, but secular ones are illegal. But, it like, there's a lot of push and a lot of kind of, yeah, to get them all made illegal because they... Are not a control process and it, it's just it's not good for people's mental health it's, and it's it's it doesn't work it doesn't it's work not, and it doesn't need fixing no. it shouldn't be a thing that anyone is pushed into no. and yeah um like so i enjoyed just the message and kind of the i wouldn't say politics but in a way it like behind it and like it really is showing up the awfulness of a situation it makes made me just really think and stuff and mm. like yeah um 
the emotional like reaction that I have to the book like I like a book that will make me feel something yeah well, I, was, I don't always like to cry this much it was just a book that I was just like so into and yeah that's always a good thing though if like if you have like a physical reaction yeah to a book if like you laugh at that yeah if, if you, you cry that, yeah. if you're like you know put the book down and you're away from it and you're worrying about the character and what's going to happen next if it mm. affects you emotionally it just shows how much you've been drawn into a book and yeah. yeah so i think there's a lot of positives to this book potential negatives i would say the ending the ending definitely mm. i wanted to because the main thing about them running away is did they make it yeah. and it's not a book that has a planned sequel and i don't think there's enough for there to be a sequel although i would like one um but i would like to know that they'd made it i'd like to know maybe she connected one of a previous friends or a relative or one of her friends' friends, you know, that they'd made it and that they'd sort, you know, got their lives sorted rather than just they got out, but what happened next? Yeah, but because... So it was kind of a cliffhanger. Yeah, I, I understand why it was left there because, mm. you know, not everything ends perfectly, you know, like, maybe she didn't get the perfect household, but because... Could have at least had an epilogue yeah. to let us know that she was okay. <laughs> I am so invested in this character because I feel like she has part of my soul now yeah i just want to know that she's okay yeah there wasn't a complete happy ending no and that's that's the negative i i understand why because it was from like a narrative point of view it ended and it was like a yeah a good kind of cliffhanger to leave it on also, also happy endings are a bit cliche yeah that, that's not realistic to the world there's never complete happiness so it's yeah it's just i i guess in a way it's a positive because of how much we were invested yeah that we hated but i need to know (laughs) um other potential negatives is it started a little slow um it did it took me a while to get like i was invested like i got into her character very quickly Mm. but you know as we said earlier it's not as plot focused particularly in the start towards the end when they're in the god's promise program it is more plot but to start with it was like just getting to know her character and Mm. there was less stuff going on yeah um but i don't have many negatives Mm. it's a great book um, so the things we normally should we go on to ratings? Yeah. Now obviously the things we normally rate it on, we can't rate it on world. No. Because we'd just be talking about the real world. But I think everything else we can rate it on, can't we? Yeah. Okay, so plot. Plot. Um I'm gonna give oh, everything's gonna be really high. I'm gonna give a nine and it's not a ten just because it was a bit Slow yeah, the first it was half. a different plot. It was a slower plot. Mm. It was still a good plot. So I would give it an eight. I think it, whilst it was great, it wasn't the st- one of the stronger like aspects of the book compared to some of the other ca- things we're coming on to. Yeah. So characters is the next one. I. It's got to be a ten. It has to be a ten. There's nothing else. I just loved her so much. Same. And all of the other characters that were in there were still believable. Yeah. I loved seeing the relationships between the characters in this moment. Like, it was just... Oh, man. And, like, none of... The only, I think, non-relatable character was the counsellor, Lydia. 
because Rick, who was the one who owned it, he, I mean, there was a point where he had a breakdown with Cameron after the situation happened with Mark, who, like, he, he felt like a real character. He'd been through stuff in the past, which is why he was passionate about it. it, was, even though I don't agree with what he was doing, there was some explanation as to why. Mm. It wasn't any wholly bad characters, whereas, granted, it was from Cameron's point of view, so even though there may have been some kind of redeeming factors to Lydia, she was the one that they really hated, and she's the one that, as you read the book, you hate. So she was the only character I didn't like, not just in terms of not liking her character, her, like what she's doing in the book, but in terms of the way it was written, like there was nothing behind her character. But other than that, oh, I just love Cameron. <laughs> so the next character, the next category is feels. And Ten! Right? <laughs> we both cried multiple times. I I didn't necessarily laugh. I didn't. It wasn't a funny book. It was. No. It was just a deep book. It was. Oh, it hit me in the feels. Hundred percent. So um, many feels. And the next one is readability. Mm, well, I read it quickly. I granted, yeah. I wasn't doing a lot at the time. I read it when I was like on a plane. Quite a lot. I read like thirty percent of it was just on a plane journey. Mm. Um, and when I was on holiday, so I read it very quickly. I'll give it a nine. Yeah, I'd give it a nine just because of the kind of slowing intro but I felt like all the intros are a bit slow to be mm. honest yeah um, so then overall it's gonna be high yeah it's not the kind of book I'm normally into and maybe that's a good thing because I'm not comparing it as much it's mm. not like the dystopian thing of like it's good but I've seen it before but I'm gonna give it a 9.5 a 9.5 yeah yeah I think I will as well just because it was really refreshing for me yeah because we read so many dystopian Maybe things. Maybe we're growing up. Oh, no, don't say that. No, it's not true. Shut up. We're not. No, we're not. <laughs> we'll be back to young adult books very soon. Yeah. <laughs> like the next episode, don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was... It was, it was beautiful. That's mm-hmm. what it was. We'd really recommend it. If you are into the kind of fantasy dystopian you want something a bit different, or just if, if you like if a, a book... human. <laughs> if you like a book with some feels, and yeah. Yeah, honestly... Oh, one comment I might say is because I grew up in the church, I might say that I don't think it's like representative of all the church. And I, whilst I'm not going to church at the moment, I do find it a bit sad that like, if you are reading it and you've never been to church, like take it with a pinch of salt. This is kind of in the, it was set in the past. It's kind of a very kind of radical approach. I would say yeah. that that's the only thing I might say. I um I also grew up in like a Christian household, I guess, going to church. Yeah. And um I think from if people have never been to church before, their kind of view is that all churches are like how they are in this book and they're not. Yeah. And um We won't some get are. completely into our opinions of religion. Yeah. But some are. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But um at least the ones I've experienced are not. Yeah. So, just it does put it in an evil light. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That it doesn't mean that it was a negative. Um, I just thought I'd throw that out there as the review. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that kind of sums up our thoughts. That got deep. It did get. But deep. it was a deep book. It was worth it, Mum. It was so worth it. Yeah. You're welcome. For yeah. Introducing you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, if you uh, have read this book, or have read this book because of us, that would be cool, um, let us know. Have you, you can... seen the film? Yeah, we are going, well, we want to see yes. the film. We haven't, it only recently came out in the UK, and this is the first time we've seen each other since it came out. Mm-hmm. We might at some point see the film and do a short kind of add-on. 
yeah. up, up to this podcast. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you want to tweet us your opinions, uh, you can at Bookworm Podcast or you can email us at the Bookworm Podcast. Um, yeah. We would be interested to know if you like kind of books that, because obviously this is a different genre to what we normally do. Do let us know what genres you like and don't like because at the moment we're just going off the views as to what people like to hear. But sorry, I've got the hiccups a little bit. Um, but you know, if you would like to see more like this or less like this, yeah, let's know. Yeah, let's know because um, I really enjoyed this. So I'd be really down for reading more books. Absolutely. Around this kind of topic. Yes. So yeah, um, I think that's it. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.